Hey, in this week's episode, we talk about the 50 plus one rule in Germany, RB Leipzig, Milton Keynes, where is it? The Manchester City Football Group, the French League uh, title race, and a lot more. Hope you enjoy it. There's a whole uh, Wikipedia entry on um, fan-owned clubs around the world, and it was quite interesting. Mm. Phoenix clubs, fan-owned <clears throat> clubs, clubs that were fan-owned and sold out. I actually got the list right. here. But Germany, there's none because of the 50 plus one. They're just like, you don't this, really need it, it can't happen in Germany. Oh, actually, yeah, it can't actually happen, can it? No, but they found ways to get around it. Like Red Bull uh, Leipzig got around it. To be a to be a, a Verein, so the member fifty plus one thing, yeah. you need a minimum of seven people. So they've got oh, yeah, seven so people go. on the Verein, and it's impossible yeah. to join. So it's a closed shop, if you like. So it's four fans and no, I don't think even that. I think they got one fan. Fan? Who the hell is a fan of that outfit? And yeah, the rest yeah. are Red Bull executives. So they fiddled it. But how did they get the 50 plus one then? Uh, well, you can have 100. It's no, completely fan of the fans. Four and three, wouldn't you? Well, it doesn't have to be 50. It can be, It's that's the minimum. That's the line. Oh, well, so do, yeah, they just claim that, do they just claim that four of those um, Red Bull uh, Seven, seven. Four fans. of them are. Yeah, the fans. Well, how do you yeah. prove of what a fan is? Well, that's my question. You're a me- the point is, it, it doesn't matter, actually. You could say, I don't care, yeah. but you have to be a member of the Varine. So you've got these seven guys. I think there's one fan. Oh, that is really fan, bullshit. And seven Red Bull executives, and they constitute the Varine. So it's it's legal. Well, because Morally, it's disgusting, but it's it's above board. Because there's only seven of them. It's possible for a, for a an enterprise to actually buy up all the fan places on that. Board. In theory, Whereas you could do it... With two hundred thousand, you'd have to buy out a hundred thousand people, which would be a bit. Well, more not difficult. buy out, not buy. It's, there's no money involved. It's just these other well, varieties. Are here, very, you know, a lot of them are yeah. from the nineteenth century, and a lot of them were multi-sport varieties. You know, there'd be mm-hmm. eighteen sixty. Now there's about fifteen eighteen sixty clubs that you can join. There's boxing, cycling, this, that, the other. Same with Bayern Munich basketball. Um, so they're all multi-sport varieties, but just Red Bull had billions to push it through oh, was it was it because um, at the time leipzig were just a very small club yeah so it was there was no to, leipzig they to, bought to, if you like um, sort of infiltrated mm-hmm. uh, i'll find the i'll show you it wasn't leipzig so they got it they got a right fit all right and also you know it happens in england like manchester city got the the commonwealth stadium um leipzig managed mm-hmm. to get the sands on the stadium that was built for the world cup 2006 because leipzig's a big city but didn't have any decent mm-hmm. football clubs they had Locomotive yeah. Leipzig, who were yeah. big in the DDR, but they died a death. And they were they bought um, SSV Markranstadt, who were a f- low-luck fifth-tier club. So they bought well, them. Markranstadt, then? It must be in the town. It'll be a district. Leipzig. Yeah, it'll be yeah. a district or something like that. I, I don't know any, anything about it. And so, if, um, if so we... they got the club, and then you can rename it. You can rename a club if, if the Verein agree. So the seven of them obviously agree. Mm. And um, and then they call it Rasenball Lawn Sports Club Leipzig. Yeah. RB Leipzig. It just Cheeky happens fun. to be RB as well. It's, 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 so, it's a, you know, I think it's, it's disgusting. And there must yeah. have been fans of this SSV Markranstadt. And also how they get a lot of fans now, but I like the, there was, I think Red Bull were playing Dresden and they chucked a pig's head on the pitch. It's never very nice, I think. You shouldn't be doing that. But they're hated. They're universally despised. So, it's um, yeah, they got shafted. Uh, but they're still. I so think they started if, as a Phoenix club now. If we wanted to take over RB Leipzig, what yeah. would we have to do then? 
you would have to get There's people only seven off the board, people to, yeah. and they're not admitting new members. It's, you just can't. It's within the rules, but you can't. You don't have to admit someone if you don't want. Them. Yeah. The problem is they get fans, isn't it? I mean, um, they get what? Sorry, if they get fans. That's yeah. that's the problem. If you you know, if ultimately everybody boycotted them, I know everybody who's a proper football fan hates them. Yeah. But if if they literally got no fans, it's a bit like um, MK Dons, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Mm. But you know, um, I mean, it, it's a pretty weird situation that we've ended up with, where Wimbledon and FC and M- MK Dons are in the same division. Yeah. Um, so, but great yeah, though. Fair, that was fair play to the Wimbledon yeah, yeah, yeah. fans for for starting yeah. back up again. Um, but if if ultimately they were MK Dons were unable to attract any fans whatsoever. Yeah. yeah. Uh, then, then they'd fail as an entity. Well, the franchise clubs in all but name, aren't they? They've spotted a gap in the market. Is, yeah. Horrible corporate bollocks. But you've got Leipzig, a city of half a million people, with nothing in the, even in the top four leagues. So you've got mm-hmm. and you've got a brand new government built stadium because they wanted mm-hmm. to have uh, each big city hosted games. Yeah. So you've got they a, need representation in the east. Yeah, as well. and they wanted to yeah. boost yeah representation in the east, and then you've got. Um, MK, I don't know how many people live in Milton Keynes, but it's no, big. No, it's a pretty big town. It's and a big the, town. The, the, um, the, the logic will have been the same, won't it? Mm. You've got a, effectively a new town. So the people looking at, at uh, Milton Keynes, yeah. the, the ex behind it, will have looked around Britain or looked around England and said, OK, where, where's a big town that's not represented yeah. anywhere in the football pyramid? Milton Keynes. But they could have done it's it. Also, there's, there's not that much competition in the area as no. well. Which is oh. good for them. It's not. A big, I don't even know what your county Milton Keynes is in. Uh, Do you know, I don't know anything. Let's just have a look. Buckinghamshire, somewhere. Um, like that, hold on. Milton Keynes. Buckinghamshire, put... maybe. Oh, I'm going to find now. I'm, I've got it up on. Thank God for Wikipedia. Is in. It's the largest town in Buckinghamshire. Population yeah. uh, two hundred thirty thousand. There That's you go. A big it's a quarter ta- of a million. <clears throat> yeah, but exactly. then you've got. But they could have done it properly. They could have started. They wouldn't have had to start in the pub league. They probably could have started maybe the eighth tier, and just yeah. built it up. And with money behind it, they'd have shot through the leagues to the national league, the fifth tier. Then some more investment. They'd become a league club. They could have done it in a in a. And then nobody would complain. Everyone would be exactly. yeah, you know, did it yeah, right yeah. way. Yeah, no worries. Yeah. And then they, um, MK Dons is a terrible name. You know, they could have started, I don't know, Milton, Milton well, that, that's City. Is, that's, and is the model that we were, that's the model we were talking about last week, isn't it? It's, mm. it's, it's exactly that American franchise model mm. where yeah. if you take, um, is, it, is it the, uh, I've got to show me ignorance of American sports again now, but um, the, the, the Dodgers, the baseball club. They moved coast uh, to coast. But now yeah. you associate with Los Angeles, yeah. the LA Dodgers, isn't it? Yeah, they were the, were. Yeah. Actually, in Brooklyn. Yeah, Brooklyn Dodgers, really famous. Yeah. yeah. And so you sell the franchise, but you take you take the name with them. Yeah. So it becomes the LA Dodgers, and, and that's basically what they were doing with Milton Keynes, wasn't yeah. it? Yeah. Same, but the, same club yeah, I, the I just because there's an easy way to you'd have to buy a franchise into the um, uh, was MSL or if you wanted to play uh, baseball or whatever, you buy a franchise from the organization. Yeah. But we have a pyramid yeah. system in the UK. In England, so you can just join the pyramid. Love, for, well, yeah, but yeah, you can join the yeah. pyramid at a low level. And again, if they've got mm-hmm. some decent backing, they won't be playing in the local pub league. No, They'll start wait, at a Wimbledon decent have, level. AFC Wimbledon have got back in yeah. that time. Yeah, so you yeah, just yeah, kind yeah. of like you move up through, yeah. and then you can see. You could say, 
get oh, marketing terms where you can say, you know, this project has momentum, then you can get investors as they're getting better and better. I imagine you don't need much money at the ninth tier. At the sixth tier, maybe then, because you're National League South, maybe you need to start signing decent players, but still. And then you can sell it as this is a massive city with mm. no league presence, you know, and this club becomes a premier club. You've got 10% of something that could be worth serious money. A championship club will go for tens of millions. So, yeah, but isn't isn't this part of the problem in a way, though, Daniel? I mean, mm. if if you see now, you are getting uh, people uh, serious money investing yeah. in uh, fifth tier, sixth tier clubs now. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, I don't know the full story with uh, with Wrexham, mm. but you you got That's those who investing in Wrexham, mm. and you you've got you've got others doing the same yeah. thing. So you know you've got the you've got the multi billionaires taking over the the top clubs in yeah. the Premier League. You've got those who, who are relatively poverty stricken billionaires taking up uh, clubs lower down the Premier League, mm-hmm. and then you've just got your, your multi millionaires taking over clubs it's at the lower level. It's called trickle down economics. Everyone knows Ecology, that works. Yeah, yeah. No, but I mean yeah. I agree. Look, do I think it's part of the problem? Yeah, I'm not saying it's a good thing to do. I'm no, saying, but, but nobody would have complained about them getting into the league. You might, I think, a lot of non-league clubs might have been oh, this lot of just got like maybe a bit like snobby so- yeah like so oh, it's new money you know blah blah yeah. blah but essentially no one i wouldn't have said we'll kick him out of the league where i would with mk dons whereas with this lot yeah. you just say yeah, yeah. Yeah. it isn't nice but it's within the rules so and there's plenty, yeah, of, right. there's plenty of other teams that have done that that, yeah. that i wouldn't i wouldn't think of as real clubs i mean Crawley? if you look at the national league yeah. there's what Eight teams near the top that are what I would call proper clubs, just yeah. because yeah. they happened to be in the league when I was yeah. growing yes. up. But yeah. Sutton, and therefore, well, there must were... be eight teams that have replaced yeah. them that are not proper clubs that I wouldn't think yeah. of. Like, I mean, Rushton and Diamonds aren't in the league anymore, but that Dagenham and Redbridge, they started even, again I as a still, Phoenix club. I still don't think of Wickham as a mm. proper league club. I don't. I mm. do because I remember the time. I remember when they were <laughs> non-league, know, but... and I remember when Martin <laughs> O'Neill got them promoted. But I also remember they were consistently getting big crowds in non-league, and for a long time there has been forever. There's been promotion and relegation, but they had the you reapply oh, and they yeah. can say yes or no. Yeah. And I think but Scarborough, they said no. yeah, but Scarborough might have been the first team to be relegated. Yeah, I think. Mm. So then they, they brought in promotion and relegation. So again, it's not. They were, but they were, they were a massive. Yeovil were a massive club by non-league standards. Mm. And now they've gone back to non-league. But as you, you've got to be able to aspire to move up. And I don't, I don't feel they did it again. They were a long-established club that was big mm. for that level. It just, it, and the beat was the first one. I think it's the first team that I remember coming up, and I didn't really know who they were. Yeah, and yeah, so maybe, yeah, for me, maybe, yeah. I probably yeah. want a closed system like they were. But then you, like what, the you want some league, kind of extended Super League, English nice Super, league. <laughs> Super League, four, Super League Four. It was effectively that because, yeah. as, as you said, Daniel, yeah. I mean, the, the re-election system. There were very, very few clubs thrown out. Yeah. And, Barrow and, were going, but Barrow. Yeah, exactly. Have you read about the history of that Barrow? I think, I think actually, just just I was it. Was it Bradford Park Avenue? Uh, because they, they were went, in the league, but they no, went out of business. There was one. There was one club from the north um, that was relegated by election. Barrow. Know, so they, they voted them out. Was it Barrow? Well, this. I mean, I mean, they didn't, but they the, didn't. They didn't. They didn't finish bottom of the table. Barrow. Did you? Have you read about this? Because I, I was reading it when I they came. When they, when they came back into the league, there was a big feature about it, and. 
they got kicked out. They finished second bottom, but everyone mm. was sick to death of going to Barrow because mm. it was like fucking hell. You got to... and so they just thought, let's just get rid of them, you know. And that's yeah. why I was really happy when they got back into the league because yeah. you know it was kind of justice. They should never have been thrown out. It was no. it was basically just a lot of the chairman getting together and thinking, I'm sick of going here. Yeah, <laughs> essentially that was it. They got up. shafted. I don't know who finished bottom actually. Probably Manchester United. Let's have a look. It was 1972 Division Four. I think it was probably 1972. Crew. They were crap. Stockport were always shit as well. I remember. Crew and Rochdale was perennial. They've gone back now, haven't they? Let's do the wait till it's Preston North End. If I no, 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 no. We were in the second yeah. division then. We were all right. Second division? Well, that's a bit of a surprise, isn't it? Two, yeah. <laughs> Been we're there eight. ever since. Yeah, we're 18th in the second division. I've got the league tables here. We were 18th. Let's see where so, our respective that, clubs were. Yeah, that's pretty much where you're going to finish now, isn't it? Hold on. Barrow. Just let me check. No. Bradford finished bottom of the third division. Ha <laughs> ha. City. Um, no. Yeah, Barrow. Ooh, oh, this is me. interesting. Okay. Where did Bolton finish? So Bradford, bottom of the third division, division three. I like old money, makes sense. Bottom of division three. Preston, 18th in division two. And where the hell did Bolton finish? I can't find him. Hold on. Where they, 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 could, they could actually. First division club. Well, they could have been anywhere. Barrow was. No. Yeah, we're third from bottom. Exactly. I just saw that they were third from bottom. Yeah. I'm just looking for yeah, Bolton. Who was who's bottom? You've said it already. Uh, um, uh, crew. Was it crew? crew? It was, yeah. Crew. And <laughs> I guess who was second bottom? Stockport <laughs> County. Stockport yeah, County. Yeah. We always finished, they were always rubbish. So they finished third from bottom. And not, they were on 37 points. Then Stockport, 32 points. Crew Alexander, 29 points. And above them, on the same points, were Northampton. Actually, I always thought two teams had to apply for re-election, not four. Four. So um, Northampton, Stockport and Crew. Crew, 18 points behind Barrow, crew. Yeah. Re-elected. <laughs> um, Barrow, off you pop. But more than 18 miles closer, presumably. Unbelievable. Oh, ah, Bolton finished seventh in the in the third division. In the natural place below the crew, us. Below crew us. are probably uh, shelling out uh, large sums to... Um, <clears> pimping, out, pimping out the youth team. Yeah. <laughs> we've, got, we've got some really good 11-year-olds, not in the football sense. <laughs> Have a bit of yeah, this, re Alexis. Yeah. You send, your, send your boys to us. <laughs> God, it's scandalous. The Super League teams it? that year, the Super League teams that year were Tottenham, oh. Arsenal, Man City, Liverpool, and which two other clubs then? You mean who'd finished top six? Yeah. 72. Nottingham, uh, no, uh, Derby County? Yeah, Derby County, County and Leeds? Scumbags, Leeds, yeah. Leeds. Oh, fucking hell. I, I, it says something that I seem to know the entire table from 1972. Uh, it's a bit disturbing, that. <laughs> oh, Norwich won the second, like they, they're doing this year. Yeah, and Preston, Preston were 18th in the second division. <laughs> the eternal, like, like oh, God. Oh, it this time. Just like, <laughs> now we're, now we're, oh, it's all change at North End, 14th. Woo, we've moved four positions. <laughs> so who's the shittest team that year that are actually good now? It's quite interesting, old league Anybody tables. Anybody in the fourth? Brentford, third. They've all right. They've got a weird model. Uh, They've got a, an interesting model. Yeah, I'd say Brentford must be the top out of the third. Blackburn Rovers. So Blackburn Reading Rovers in the now. third division. <coughs> well, this was uh, sorry in the fourth. I mean, oh, in the fourth. Yeah. God, you've got this working. Was, this, was, 
Brentford now. Uh, I mean, it's. I think it's unparalleled in their history, more or less, isn't yeah. it? Yeah, they, I don't, they've never been. A, I believe they've never been a top-flight team. But they're interesting. They were fan-owned. I was reading about that today, and then this, you know, Moneyball, Moneyball. Billy Bean, and all that kind of thing. They took mm. over, and it's really worked for them. They've identified mm. lower league targets and foreign leagues that aren't well known. Signed them, sold them for massive profits. Always reinvest. It's kind of we'll sell for thirty million and we'll buy twenty five million, and this constant incremental move up the league. Does um, it buy twenty five million, Brentford? No, I mean the players. They kind of through sales, they'll sell a lot of players for a lot of money, and yeah, then they'll, buy, but they'll reinvest. They, they, they don't pay twenty five million for everything. No, I mean that was a. Yeah, that was a shit oh, example. Yeah, okay. But what yeah, I mean, right. this, they reinvest the money slot. It's a, a gradual progression, mm. Mm. and it's it's and now they're a consistent top six team in the in the championship. I don't mind Brentford actually. I, I, I like it. to have a change. I, I think they yeah. do it in an interesting way. I read the book Moneyball mm-hmm. that he um, that he wrote, and it was just it was nice. This kind of f- completely fresh attitude towards how you look at players and instead of this old dated thinking it's like you know let's find a new way and it really benefits small teams you know that can be like okay we if small teams can be smart and a really good data analyst is a hell of a lot cheaper than you know look at look at the shit players that what is it like joe ellington 40 million at newcastle or you could hire a team of data analysts and dig up gold you know to me it makes sense I, I I sort of agree with you, Daniel. Uh, it's far too cold and analytical for my liking. I'd never quite get used to that. But um, but there is there is ultimately a limit to this, isn't there? That if if all clubs then follow that model, yeah, you're yeah. still going to have some. Gonna <laughs> of course, eventually. So I think that's the kind of the point. That you can have an edge for ten years until people start mm. to catch on, and then you have no edge anymore. But they still mix it with... I mean, I've been reading a couple of clubs that use this, and they do mix it with more older-school methods. But So if the ticking boxes with scouts and the ticking boxes with the the nerds, then it's like, okay, this guy's... We'll go for him. Yeah. And they identify they must, targets. They must have good coaching then as yeah. well. Yeah, yeah. Thomas, Frank is, Thomas Frank is clearly a, good, a yeah. very good coach. And he's got well. good coaches yeah. behind him. And they identify yeah. targets three or four years in advance. They don't make panic buys in, in the winter transfer yeah, window. We've, like, we've been tracking this guy for two or three years. He's developing the way we want to develop. Now's the time mm. to make our move. I just, it's just a clever some, way of doing it. That's all. They had some, some controversy with rebranding, though, a year or two ago. Did they? Because they redid the badge. To, oh, to okay. emphasise the B on it. Oh, okay. Um, and I think they were going for the kind of slightly franchise merchandising angle. Okay. Quite a lot of clubs have gone down now. Bs everywhere. Um, well, just Manchester? having a strong a strong logo with a badge okay. behind it. Well, they've changed. I remember in the eighties, I really liked it. But Shrewsbury Town, Shrewsbury Town, I should say. Sorry, yeah. they had it was just kind of a plain outline of a shrew. I remember really liking it, and then maybe twenty years ago, I don't know, they brought back the. I assume it was the the badge of the town. I, I'm not quite sure, but I remember really liking well, this. That was that was popular a few years ago to go back to that yeah. classical yeah. kind of heraldry thing. Huddersfield did it, and then um, we've always had the same badge. Uh, Barnsley no have got us. that as well. You we've always, always had, had the, the sheep. Badge. Always, it's always been that lamb. Always, apart from a very small time in the seventies where they just had PNEFC and shitty writing. Oh yeah, I know. That was that was like LUFC. Yeah, as well. Had the, yeah, like that. and then they quickly like yeah. bin that off because it was crap. Mm. 
But yeah, it was. I like um, the old Aberdeen one from the early eighties, yeah. which was kind of a goalposts. Yeah, with a with a ball. Was, was the ball, ball going yeah. in or was it going wide? I think it was in the stanchion. But I quite yeah. like the um, Brentford one. Uh, sorry, Bournemouth one. It's quite eighties, and they had never changed it. I quite like that kind of style of. Oh, badge. that head. Going it's up that head coming line. up, and it's black. Yeah. I just I like it. It's yeah. my kind of. Uh, I've been getting into design recently. I've been following some in this. A lot of 80s designs, Soviet posters, uh, Neuzaklikai architecture. I've just been, yeah, developing a taste for Do you remember, for... just reminded me of something that I'll enjoy talking about. Uh, Leeds United, trying to do their badge again, they they released a, a new badge, I think, two years ago, and it looked like Mr. Sheen. Yeah, they both... It was meant to be doing this, this weird Leeds salute that now is apparently some tradition that didn't exist. It looks a bit ago. Nazi, though, didn't it? I um, seem to remember. He was, it was this bald guy, and he's doing a cutting arm across the... the um, it across looks a bit shifty chest. to me, anyway. But yeah. he looked like Mr. Sheen. It was amazing. I can't remember what Mr. Sheen looks like. The, I, I assume the, the clean, it, the polish, right? Mr. Sheen. Yeah. There's yeah. a polish, yeah? Yeah. Yeah. Mr. Sheen makes everything <clears throat> clean. Oh, you know what we got for Claude's birthday? Club biscuits. If you want a lot of chocolate on your oh, biscuit, really? join <laughs> our club. club. <laughs> <laughs> I can't get that out of my head. You know, we have a word. Is there a word for it in Danish? Because in, in well, German. You bought, you, bought, you bought her a club biscuit for her birthday. No, her uncle um, made like a big box just full of British stuff and sent it over. Oh, right, right. Okay, but, um, I was going to say. Is there a Danish word I, I for that? I would be advertising that fact if I were you. <laughs> <laughs> is there a Danish? Because there's a really good German word for it. It's earworm. Yeah. yeah earworm. Yeah. Like a, a song yeah. you just can't get out of your head. Catchy yeah. tune. I like that. Yeah. I quite like that I think, word. They, I think they actually just say it in English. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, it's, it. just, it's just, yeah. I really like I think it fits. Do you know how many, yeah. just talking about franchising, do you know how many teams Manchester City have? You know, spreading across the world. It's insane. Teams there. Oh, you mean because they they've own. got they've got and it's franchising. They always design it. They always yeah. have the same kits and very similar badges. You've got Manchester City, Manchester City Women, New York City, Melbourne City, Yokohama Marinos, Montevideo City Talk, uh, Girona in Spain or Girona. I'm never quite sure how to pronounce that. Um, Sichuan Junyu, pardon my Chinese. M- Mumbai City, Lommel in Belgium. Uh, Trois, Troyes, I'm not sure, in France. Um, and they're looking at future clubs um, in, S- in Saint-Étienne, famous club. Someone in River Ecuador FC. I think you can you can guess where they're from. <laughs> someone in the Malaysian Super League, someone in the Russian Premier League. Um, Cape Town City. Uh, they're like, you can imagine this giant thing out the sea with tentacles everywhere. Every continent. Never mind every, and they've all they're all they all carry the same branding like you're talking about similar badge yeah. same colours as City everything, it's a bit dodgy. That's, isn't that's it? exactly what it is, isn't it? It is mm. it is like a sort of octopus. They see they see Manchester City as a sort of head of the pyramid, sucking yeah. in all the all the best What's players. <clears throat> But you can believe they'd abandon Manchester City because there's plenty of opportunity for if if football got big, Mumbai City, it'd be enormous if it if it caught on. And then I wonder for, whether for actual um, revenue, it's not going to. Be, I guess not. Well, imagine if players. Yet, but then imagine anyway. if they get. You know, you're talking. God knows how many people live in Mumbai. Ten million, maybe yeah. more. You've got a country oh, of over what? a billion. Pardon. 
No, it must be a good. It, I imagine it's enormous. Oh, yeah. yeah, no, yeah, I imagine it's Mumbai, Bombay, as we like to call it. No, um, we don't. Yeah, then no, you. We don't. But I like to piss, I like <laughs> to piss them off. Where are you from, Bombay? Twelve point five million. I, I would that's have thought old. more, actually. Yeah, yeah. I would have said a lot more. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Maybe that's official. Who knows? But they've got cricket. I, I don't think yeah. I don't think football will ever replace cricket. No, no, I agree. Yeah, but you never. I mean, if it did, I, what my, what I'm wondering about is, would they just abandon Manchester City? with thinking, you know, it's Mumbai or all the money because they like not like they really give a shit about Manchester City, is it? It's like they're in the desert. Oh, I've always supported Manchester City. I don't think so. They must be making some money out of it, surely. No, it's a sport washing thing. They don't make anything out of it. The idea is long term. They know they're going to run out of oil, so they're right. buying up and investing all over Europe. But yeah, but in Man City, the Glazers are making money out of Man United. Yeah, so but sure. not. There's no sure. no. It didn't. But it wasn't some kind of leverage buyout. It's one of these. You turn no, up with a bucket of cash. Thing. I don't, I don't think we should go too much into the ESL thing again now, but yeah. I, I, I do think that there was a fundamental difference between some of those clubs. Yeah. One of the reasons why um, possibly Chelsea and, and City were fairly quick to pull out of it is because their owners simply don't need the money. Exactly. That's not why they're yeah. there. They don't uh, need it, yeah. The, the Glaziers, um, them that own Arsenal... It's cronky, uh, Stan Cronky, yeah. The, 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 mm-hmm. other, the other clubs in Italy and uh, Spain are desperate for money. Yeah. But well, that's not true for City. The ones? So you've got, you've got Cronky at Arsenal, you've got um, Glazers at United, there's Lee, Daniel Levy, but he's not the owner. There's a billionaire tax exile. Yeah. Who's right. some, yeah. What, I forget his name now. I know the other one. Oh, Lloyd, they, uh, Henry. I can't remember. His, the, in, uh, at Tottenham, I can't remember. He owned, somebody Lloyd? I can't remember his name. Yeah. But, but he lives, he's a tax. He's a tax. He made a lot of money and then buggered off and lives yeah. in a Caribbean island yeah. now. And then you've got the Henrys, John W. Henry and Fenway, mm. I think Fenway Sports Group. Fenway, yeah. So they're just yeah. after money. Whereas the other, yeah. Bramrich, it's, for a Bramrich, it's a toy and a, a guarantee not to be deported. Mm. And um, mm. for um, it's sport washing for Abu Dhabi. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. Mm. So there was, fun, I think, fundamentally, there was that fault line between yeah. those two. And, well, it's and clear. Others. It's purely for profit and there's for. Whatever, whatever you think of their reasons, it's all a bit dubious. But they're not in it for profit. No, which doesn't but necessarily they, make they, it better. But, no, but it no. means that they're more likely to pull out. Potentially. Yeah, of course. Yeah. yeah well, they don't. Yeah, like like you said, I think that they were clear. God, there's a massive backlash. We don't need this because we're not doing it for the money. Fuck it. You know, the, the, and they don't. They don't need it. So why not? For them, no. I don't think, know why uh, they. I don't know why they went because Paris Saint Germain. Immediately said no because they've got a similar sport washing model, and they they must have immediately been like no, and they can come out with this all this no football should be a competition and yeah, blah yeah, blah yeah, blah, yeah. which is all bollocks. But this brings us nicely to the French league though, which is a genuine <laughs> which is a genuine, competition. There's a segue for you. Let's league. I've been following this because Lille have been doing really well, and they're from an old mining town in the north of France that's piss poor. Is it? Well, Lons, I think they're near each other. Lille. Lille's because it's the, the Lille, Euro star. Lille, 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 Lille. It's an old town. Industrial town. Yeah. So you've got an old industrial town. I think it's Lyon. Um, then you've got uh, Monaco, who everyone hates. I've always hated them. Do you know they've always had an advantage, financial doping? Because they don't have mm. to pay any bloody tax. Yeah. Uh, so I've always thought that was crooked. Um, who else is it? Lyon, who are a historical, you know, they've always been doing well. 
And who's the other one? The four PSG, well, of course. Paris Saint Germain. <laughs> yeah, um, traditionally, traditionally, it was Marseille as well. Marseille, Saint Etienne in the eighties. They always did really well, didn't mm-hmm. they? Marseille were always a big club. Well, um, they were they were very dodgy as well, weren't they? Marseille. Well, they yeah. got Bernard Tapai, wasn't it? They got kicked all sorts yeah. of rigging and. They were they were stripped of the title, yeah. weren't they? Were they stripped mm. of the European Cup as well? Uh, yeah, maybe I think the nineteen ninety one, possibly. Yeah, yeah. No, they didn't uh, win that. The Sorry, they didn't win that. They lost the nineteen ninety final against oh, Red Star yeah. Belgrade. Bucharest or somewhere. Bel- Bel- Red Star yeah. Belgrade. I remember watching that. Chris Waddle was playing for Marseille. Mm. I watched it on TV. Oh, they were really ultra mega mega defensive, weren't they? Yeah, it's Red horror Star story. Belgrade. I don't think they ventured out. They, the, oh, they playing <clears> for penalties. Yeah, the they, they literally yeah. started. Play, we're going to play for penalties, and they got it, and yeah. they won. Yeah. And it was just, <laughs> I remember, but I've always admired that kind of rear guard action. It's like, this is what we're going to do. I, I quite like it, actually. I know a lot of people find it boring and it's not purist football, but it's like, oh, we're going to be... I remember watching it... that game as well and British commentators were slaughtering them. Yeah. And that was probably, probably you and me down in the whole of Britain going, come on, hold and out. I was like, out. really? I remember it was getting late um, late in the game thinking, don't crack now, don't crack now. Extra time, come on, you can do it. And then penalties. And there's nothing more exciting than a, a cup final penalty shootout. It's just, that's drama. Yeah. You can't write that stuff. And thinking I what rather, I did rather like the old golden goal, you know. Mm. No, I no, I know. It. I know. Yeah, I really hate well. you're denying I, you're I, denying I, drama. You you're killing it. And then they had Jim McGrath Silver goal. Teams, teams teams went defensive. Yeah. From what I saw yeah. with Golden yeah. Goal. They didn't want to concede it. Yeah. The scared yeah, fear actually, took over instead of trying yeah. to score. And they just backed off. It made it worse. I don't remember seeing a. Go- I don't recall a golden goal game that was excited that where it helped. I can't. Maybe I'm sure there are, but I can't, I can't recall yeah. them. Well, it was a very short-lived project. I, I really didn't like it. I remember. Th- and then do you remember about that? I think it was the French World Cup. They had silver goal because France beat Paraguay on a silver goal, which so was. If you were ahead at half time, yeah. In extra time. So if yeah. you scored in the first half of extra time, oh. they didn't. Golden goal stopped the game. Silver goal was in the first fifteen minutes. If you're leading at half time, you went through. Yeah. And I think pa- I think France beat Paraguay in the French World Cup with that. And I remember because I remember being really pissed off because for some reason I've always liked Paraguay. They're always one of my favourite teams. Yeah, they would I be. I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> like, I know they are. But Paraguay and Uruguay, shifty fucks. But I really like them. And I remember thinking Chilavert was the goalkeeper, the famous Chilavert, Chilavert, yeah. taking free kicks. And everything they just got cheated, like oh, and I and I felt robbed personally out of my penalty shootout. I've you FIFA, you've shafted me out of my penalty shootout. Just so you know, well, just the top of the I, table yeah. for just for French. What we're talking about before, so there's four games to go. Lille on seventy three points, PSG on seventy two points, Monaco on seventy one points. It looks like Lyon have gone 67 points in fourth yeah. and then it's 56 points Lance in fifth place so you've well, it's a three way race pardon didn't they lose at home to Lille it looks the like weaker. they lost uh, they've only won two in five and I think that's fucked them up I can't see the results here but they've lost two in five were, yeah. I think from, from, Leon were two, two nil up against Lille and, and they both did up two nil and you fucked it up mm. Yeah, but it's good. I mean, in those three clubs, excuse me, you've got Lille, PSG and Monaco. You've got to want Lille to win. Got to. 
versus yeah, PSG, yeah. and I, I think I'm actually that's a game. If I can watch it, I'd seek out. You know, if it's a like a title decider. Don't you might just, be on BT Sport. Yeah. Pardon, Dale. Sorry, what are you saying? Mate? I said it oh, might no, be on BT Sport. Okay. Yeah. Sorry. No, I was going to say, it's, it's guaranteed they won't win it. Yeah, you just, you just get... kind of know it's fated to go to PSG. Just, um, because... I'm just looking at the, t- uh, the games now. Oh, my boys, my my French little boys, Nîmes. Nîmes is Preston's twin town, the Crocodile. <laughs> so I always follow them. They're shit. They're going to get relegated. In the top division? <laughs> so one, one of us has got to get to the top division at some point. <laughs> but we're getting relegated. <laughs> is it, is it... If, Pre- if Preston wins with enough towns, one of them, by the law of one of them, someone's got. Although you were talking about top league and being spanked every week and getting rough. What can you do? Oh, Monaco Lyon is a game match day thirty-five, but thirty-six. Lons Lille, Lons being another mining town. I wonder if they'll just be like, "We'll chuck it." I hope they do. Just be like, "Well, goalkeeper throw one in the back of the net. You win. Oh, what a shame." But there's nothing that looks like the two teams going head to head at the end. Uh, Lyon Nice, Lille are away at Angers, and PSG away at Brest. Yeah, I was hoping for a potential title decider. You know, we game with a grand Thursday. final, <clears throat> like Super League, Ball playoff. Yeah, I was watching yeah, the rugby, league, rugby in, league again last week. That's in rugby league, listeners. Oh well, yeah, rugby. Not, yeah, no. Yeah, a, let's make well. it. There's a clear comparison. Super League has been around a long time. Thirty years, twenty-five years, thirty years. Rugby League. Mur- Murdoch took over in Sky mid nineties because they rebranded it all. Bulls won a few times. Yeah. Pardon? When Bradford Bulls won a few times. Yeah, that they were really good. In World my head, in my head, Bradford Bulls are still a massive rugby league club. Yeah. But the the crap now. That was their problem, I think. Their heads, they were a massive rugby league club and um, were uh, spunking the resources away yeah. pretty badly. Well, it works well, salary cap, I think. I think rugby league, football can learn a lot from rugby league, especially the VAR. I mean, I, I was reading like VAR is not popular in rugby league, but they implement it a hell of a lot better than they do in football. Do you think, do you think anybody in the top four divisions of uh, of the football league will say mm, we need we we could learn a lot from rugby league no <laughs> but they, they should they should <laughs> i think they could do yeah. very well personally no, i'd get rid of all I, VAR. I, as you know i, I love i love yeah. rugby league i think we all love rugby league but nobody's going to look to the to rugby no. league as a model that they should follow no. i mean I, I watched another game last week and i get whole cow playing again i again really enjoyed it but I remember that some of the commentators um, were having a bit of a complaint about VAR. I'd get rid of VAR across the board. Just on-field referee decision. You trust them. You accept they're going to make mistakes because it's a sport of human beings. And human beings make mistakes. And fucking deal with it. Really. Because any kind of VAR just kills momentum. Yep. And also, <laughs> like with a goal, you could score a cracker. And still, does that split? Like, ooh, is it been allowed? Mm, don't like it. I, I didn't want it beforehand. I neither mean, I, I, no, I, neither I, I had an I open really mind when it. it. I was against it. I thought, okay, oh, let's have a look. Against it. But and I wasn't. It, I was against it more because just before they brought it in, a lot of managers were complaining about throw-ins being incorrect and corners mm, being yeah. incorrect. And I thought, right, give it a year, then they'll bring it in for corners and they'll mm. check every oh, corner yeah. decision. And then, and, then check ha- every throw in. and then how and then far do you go be... back? Yeah, exactly. Do you go back two and minutes? I thought, 
it'll never stop. No, actually, they've not done that. No. Just because the it's, 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 it's tricky. I, I completely agree with with both of you. On the other hand, you know, you think back to um, was it the, the quarter final when England lost four one to Germany. Second and, round. Uh, I was in Germany, and round, that, oh, that, that, that the goal, the line, the goal yeah. that would have been the equaliser. Oh, you know. Then I was screaming for technology. Yeah. I'm there. But no, but they have that. That's, something like that. But that's different to VAR, yeah. isn't it? You can put a tiny well, sensor yeah. in a ball. There's nothing complicated yeah. about this. Yeah. And it's very binary. It's in or not. Nice and simple. It can be a millimetre, well, not say quite the same over. About outside. You could, you could do but it then, if you had I mean, the But they have such vague. All right, I agree. But it still goes to a human to make that decision. And where yeah. they're marking offside seems to be about. Halfway yeah. between your elbow yeah. and your shoulder, yeah, and there's a real issue with frame rates. Yeah, I know yeah. it's blurred, yeah. and in that split second, and I mean split second, it's not clear unless they boost the frame rates to something like a thousandth of a second. It, you I just can't. That. You well, then it's going to be sharp, razor sharp, and now it mm. isn't. No. You watch them when they show it when they kick the ball, strike the ball. It is not a clear image. No. So you can't judge Wait. it. It's impossible. So then why not bring in benefit of the doubt like they have in rugby league? We're yeah, not sure. Yeah. Benefit of the doubt. Yeah. And then and then you 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 again you reward offensive play. Yeah. There's nothing wrong with that. There's nothing wrong with people saying, do you know what? We've looked at it numerous times and we still can't sell. Hey, hope you enjoyed it. If you want to contact us, we are at IndieLiga on Twitter. Feel free to put any comments on, any questions, whatever you want. Also, if you can leave a review, that would be great. Five stars, perfect. Thanks again and until next time. <laughs>